This is Significant Other, a show about relationships hosted by Alicia and Rich. They're married people whose hobbies include spending 40 minutes deciding what to watch on Netflix and then just giving up. I don't know if we'd necessarily call that a hobby, but it is... Seems to be your hobby. Yeah. There's a lot to decide and a lot to choose from, and then you've got to feel the same vibes at the same time to decide what you're going to watch, and it gets incredibly frustrating. Is that listed on your CV under hobbies? <laughs> Deciding on Netflix yeah, shows? Yeah. It should. should be. I work in TV. Mm. Maybe, because I work in development at the moment, so maybe I should be pitching something. This is very meta, but the idea that, you know, it's how to decide on what, you know, what to fucking watch on television. A show about people watching television. Well, that's been done, hasn't it? It's been it? done. Damn it. Jeez, when I first heard about that, I was like, no way would that get... Oh, my God, it's a hit. Is it in the US? don't know. In, in, in Australia and the UK, it's called Gogglebox. Yeah. And it's people sitting on their couches watching television <laughs> and narrating it, which is sort of fun, but also like, what? I'm Alicia. I'm Rich. And we are married people, as uh, our lovely voiceover lady, Cara Lee, says. And that uh, bit of paper we have says. Yeah. Why are you saying it with such <laughs> anger? You're going to get a bad reputation soon for being so grumpy. Whatever. No, it's really nice being married to you. Sometimes, you too. Sometimes challenging just as a human. Not being married to you, <laughs> I, but just going. I am, yeah. No, you're not. Just going, all right. I'm not just existing for myself. Yeah, there's someone else I've got to cook dinner for. Yeah, you cooked dinner last night. You did a great job. I had a lot on. And uh, you did one of my recipes. And didn't quite do it that well. I'd say it was a six and a half or seven. And it was only because of the time that you chose to decide to start cooking the meal at ten past nine. Well, I would say that was because last time you had your thing, your little interview thing, you said it would finish at nine and it finished at 9.30. Oh, well, this is time management. I just got excited and talked for longer. Yeah. This week on Significant Other, if you are new to the show, we would like to put out the flag. <laughs> Is that what you do? I don't know. Well, some sort of welcome mat. Roll out the red carpet. Yeah. Raise the flag. Yep. Say ahoy. Ahoy. Welcome to the show. The show is all about, well, being in a relationship. Whether you are single, married, just hooked up with someone and you are making the dirty walk of shame. And it's not even dirty. We've all done it. We've all done it. It's fine. I reckon it, look, you haven't lived until you've done the walk of shame. Fair enough. Some nice Western liberal values for you right there. <laughs> Love it. I did the walk of shame in Sydney because this episode, just by the way, is called Let's Talk About Sex. And it's all about being open. Well, how far and what do you tell your partner or someone you're just going out with or someone on the street <laughs> <laughs> about who you've boned? Yep. You've done the nasty with, had sex with. And maybe you are new to a relationship and you've never had sex with anyone. Fine. Fine. Good luck. It's a wild ride. <laughs> you are in for some surprises. There's ups and downs. I'm going to be honest with you. It's not all sunshine and roses. And if it is, well, you're very lucky. So the walk of shame I remember doing, uh, but it was sort of like at 4 a.m. Mm. I did the pre-walk of shame. Was it still dark? Yeah. And I was carrying shoes. <laughs> the old carrying it, the shoes. It trick. could not be any more cliche. And could I get a fucking cab? No. no. Everyone knew. It's like I was wearing a big badge. But I got out of there. It's and you like, got home to your own bed. Yeah, I didn't need to have breakfast with that person in the morning. Why do you say person? Well, I didn't. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not a woman. <laughs> 
was like me going, I didn't want to have breakfast with that individual. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a guy. Not the saying, you know, I've just never had sex with a woman. Fine. That's what today's all about, being honest. And that's my honesty. Have you had sex with a man? Don't think so. <laughs> if Richard said yes, then... <clears throat> the, the show would have gone a different direction. I think we would have had to have had a little brief pause. Now, that's not about saying if you had sex with a man, I'd be fine. Would I? Yeah, I'd be fine. I think I would be more disturbed that you hadn't disturbed uh, a very strong word. After seven years, I hadn't. Oh, by the way. I've boned a guy. I've boned a guy. Yeah. Because they're not my, not, nothing about the way I feel about you, I think, saying this now. If you just <laughs> said that, I would feel a bit weird. Had would change. But I'd just go, ah, oh, that's a bit of Rich's life didn't know existed. Didn't know. But does that matter? No. Oh, that's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> if I had just said that walk of shame was yep. coming back from having sex with a woman. Yeah. Thoughts? Uh, that wouldn't worry me. I'd just, well, I just want to know more. For interest or for sexual yeah, desires? No, no, just out of interest. Not, yeah. yeah. Not some sort of wank-bank thing? No. Um, yeah, look, I mean, I think, yeah, if you had had relationships with men, I would go, that's very interesting to me. Hmm. Tell me more. Yeah, I'd want to know more. And it's not a jealousy thing. I don't think it's coming from anything of going, how can you be jealous of someone you've never met? It's something that happened in the past. Although we do talk about that with Dr. Lindsay Beerer today, the idea that people get really strung up on where their partner has been before. <laughs> and who they've been with. And what they've done. Firstly, though, before we get into that, I just want to hit on something that we talked about last week because it's caused some issues. Some consternation amongst our listeners. Uh, it's all about sheets and beds. Yep. I didn't realise such a small topic would shit stir so much. <laughs> sheet stir? She- oh, yeah. All right. You win. It writes itself. Five gold stars. Yep. So just to recap, if you haven't heard last week's episode... I had just come from making our bed. I love a fresh sheet. It had just come out of the washer, dryer, situ. And I had made the bed. And then there's two factors to this. I'll briefly just recap here. We... So annoying. I like a bottom sheet. Yeah, not we. I'm just talking about me. You back (laughs) off. I like a bottom sheet, the one with the stretchy corners. They're annoying, but I like it because it covers the mattress. And then I put a top sheet, which is a flat sheet on. No, 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 no. no. And then we put the quilt or what we would call in Australia a doona or a duvet duvet, if you're very posh or a blanket, whatever you choose to put on the top of your bed to stay warm. And the problem is, well, Rich has two problems. What are they? I hate that extra sheet. It is superfluous. And I hate the tuck. Can't stand the tuck. I love the tuck. Now, this is very Seinfeld. I forgot about the Seinfeld thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, This is what it is. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Listen, are you going to be making up the bed in the morning? Oh, yes. Fine. Excellent. Could you do me a favor? (laughs) Could you not tuck the blankets in? Because I can't sleep all tucked in. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. I like to just be able to take the blankets and... Swish them and swirl them. You know what I mean? You know, I kind of like more tucked in. I I like to have a lot of room. You know, I like to have my toes pointed up in the air. (laughs) I just like to scrunch up the blankets. Yes, yes. It's too tight to sleep in. Exactly. You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, yes. It's too tight. Um, him too? Oh, uh, Jerry, you want your blankets tucked in? 
Excuse me. What? You want your blankets tucked in? What blankets? When Lupe makes up the beds in the morning. I don't know. Whatever they do. I tuck in? Yes? Tuck in. Tuck in. <laughs> All right. So that's one tuck and one no tuck. Okay. Yes. One second, sweetheart. Jerry, I really think it'd be easier if you didn't tuck. Excuse me. Fine. You don't want me to tuck? Put me down for a no tuck. No. There's two no tucks. Uh, hang on a second. You know what? Change my mind. Make it a tuck. You just said you weren't tucking. I'm tucking. I'm not saying I want to be, you know, wrapped up like some sort Swaddled. of mental patient. I'm just saying... <laughs> Maybe you should be. Just saying that's, you know, something I appreciate. I just don't want the sheets dragging on the ground. And I will say this week, we took a lot of clothes out of the washer. I was just going to mention that. Were you? Yeah. And, yeah, but this doesn't work for your <laughs> argument. This, this goes against you. And I dragged them out. Rich had that little, what's that thing? Clothes, horse, whatever. The thing from Ikea that's really annoying that you have to undo. It's not really it. annoying. It's very valuable and does quite well in drying our clothes. I fucking hate that thing. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't like, I have this thing where I like to get all the washing out of the washing machine in one go. I don't yeah. like to go back. Yeah. So I will literally like, walk and s- do a deep squat to hold all of the washing. And then if I lose any of it, I go, I get really angry. Sorry. <laughs> One sock tumbled down. It makes me so angry. Which is, I'm really not angry in any other part of, well. I've seen some rage when you're carrying that washing. Fuck, I hate that. Anyway, and then I just dumped it on the lounge room floor, which is like polished. Listen to it. Polished floorboards. Yeah, it doesn't mean they're not dusty. Okay. The clothes are wet and they pick up all the dust. So Rich is like, the floor's dirty. I'm like, well, whose fault is that? <laughs> Maybe you get them. I'm going to get the steam cleaner out this weekend. Good. Yeah. My spirit. The dirt devil. Yeah, it is literally called the dirt devil. It's my spirit animal. Uh, anyway, so then I'm thinking, well, if he thinks the, if you think, he, you, <laughs> if you think the floor is dirty, do yeah. not put washing on it. It's not dirty, by the way. Uh, then why would you want your sheet dragging on that floor? Well, the sheet's dry. It doesn't pick up the dust. The yeah, clothes does. are wet. The yeah, dust sticks to it. I want to talk to a scientist. <laughs> well, look, we had some feedback. Here it is. Hi, Alicia and Rich. It's Dino off of um, Dean and Hannah. I love that he just said that. <laughs> you may remember me from such things as Dean, Dean and, and Hannah. Hannah. <laughs> um, just a quick message of support for Rich on the whole bedding issue. Um, yeah, I mean, fucking bed sheets. Oh, get tangled up and they're just oh and if you're going to tuck them in then they're too tight and please Lisa just leave the bed sheet off you just need a duvet or a quilt or whatever and that's fine um and it's also similar to if you go to a hotel and they've got like 20 fucking pillows on the bed and um it's just too many you just need one pillow and and it's just yeah god it drives me nuts so Good stuff. Cheers. Bye. Thanks, Dean, from Dean and Hannah. Um, Too fucking right, Dino. <laughs> Dino for president. So after we received Dean's message, I we were at tennis on Monday night, which makes us sound like the biggest poshos on the planet. <laughs> we're not. When you say we're not. We're not. We're not poshos. We're not posh. Now, Rich, Rich coaches tennis on Monday night. He's an all-round superstar. And uh, I got the mic out. So you'll hear some little... In the background. No crowd noises because no one comes to watch tennis on Monday night. No, because it's just like a just suburban a court. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I thought I would just take it to the streets very briefly, get some feedback. You've got your bottom sheet. Then what do you do on your bed? 
What else is on the bed? Uh, lady. Oh, all right. <laughs> Do you have a sheet on your bed in between the quilt and the bottom? No. Why? I didn't even know one existed. <gasps> Fail. <laughs> Always, lady first. You're such a cad. <laughs> I'm asking you a I'm serious being a question. Gentleman. Yes, lady you are. always first. Lady always first, correct. Then the sheet. Okay, then see. Then I have all dinner. And it's dirty. Don't eat in the bed. <laughs> Eating in bed is wrong. You've gone all vegan on me. Yes. I can eat in bed. Yeah, because there's nothing, just sticks nothing. and rocks. <laughs> exactly. Jan, do you have a sheet in between your quilt and the bottom of your bed? No. Why? Because it's not necessary. I thought Correct. you of all people would be on my side and think that a sheet would be necessary. But maybe I'm not understanding it. Like, we have a sheet on our mattress. Yes. And then we have, like, a big thing, a duvet. Yeah. With, like, a cover over the duvet. Correct. And that's it. And that's because even in summer we have a duvet because our cat would scratch our legs if we don't. So it's for protection. Fine. So, so I'm a believer that you put the bottom sheet and then you put a top sheet and then you put the duvet on. So you've got a sheet in between. The duvet and the... But why? A duvet is like nice and fluffy and like... you yeah, can. But like you can still get the fluff, but then the you've way. got the cleanliness of the sheet. Why is the duvet dirty? <laughs> I don't know. Is it because it's fluffy? May I just say that Jan has a look of total perplexment all over his face. He just cannot believe such a thing would possibly exist. Jan, how many cushions do you have on your bed? I want. I just wanted to have the conversation about cushions. Yeah, let's have it. On our bed, we only have two cushions, but there are like four teddy bear-shaped cushions. So you have a normal pillow you would put your head on to go to yeah. sleep. And then decorative pillows? Yes. How many? Four. So you would put... That's four too many. <laughs> no, it's in the shape of all the Disney characters' okay. pads, like a Winnie the Pooh and a Panda face, and it's adorable. Now, Jan, you don't and know this... so soft. Well, no, that is what I call soft. You don't need a sheet under that. We have talked about you. You would know this on the podcast, because we talked about your favourite Instagram account. Yes, of course. Tell everyone what it is. I said aloud. <laughs> yeah, why not? Hot Man with Dogs or Dilfs of Disneyland. That's the one you want. Dilfs, Dilfs of Disneyland. I can't even pronounce it. I I'm want so to say excited. it too fast. Dilfs of Disneyland. Yes. And that is dads. Yes. Who I would gonna... like to... Um, dads who'd like to fuck at Disneyland. <laughs> I was finding another <laughs> word with an ad, but fine. Um, okay, so... Not at Disneyland, but like... Not, that's no. you find that Disneyland, Disneyland that you, you would like to take somewhere, somewhere else, else to have sex then, with them. Yes. Fine. Okay, so cushions, lots of cushions, okay, but you're not into the sheet. But I wouldn't mind it, but that's another thing to wash and fold and God knows what no, else. I think you're into it. Exactly. Jan, I'd like you to explore the sheet. You of all people, I just I feel like you're on my side in so sheet, many things. Because we actually have it. Great. Well, next time we talk, let's have a week on the sheet and tell me how yes. you feel about it. What I find totally useless is people that put a sheet over their duvet to like cover the bed when it's not in use. That's stupid. They do that in Italy. That's stupid. All right. Well, Italians, uh, you know, I was yeah, going to say. Then we'll need a ne- separate show yeah, for okay. Italians. <laughs> Thank you, Jan. You're welcome. See, it was at tennis. <laughs> I love Jan. The people you just heard then are all workmates of Rich. Yeah. So they're all uh, super nerds. They have their own special characters. They really... <laughs> they do. And they're lovely people. But none of them agree with me, so I'm still going to continue to hunt. If you agree with me, get in touch. <laughs> Talking of beds, sex. That's uh, that's my intro to this section. 
Do you speak to your partner about people that you have boned? It's a big, it's a big question. And it's been very interesting hearing the responses of the GP, the general public, who we have shoved a microphone in their faces. And haven't even warned them this question's coming up. No, it's the beautiful thing about doing these uh, vox pops for significant other. I had a big, big, long list of questions that, you know, you've been hearing over the past four shows and you'll be hearing into the future. And they really vary. So when this one popped up, it was quite interesting. So I think people were a bit surprised, but also a lot of people hadn't really, not necessarily hadn't thought about it, maybe said what they think. We didn't cause any breakups, did we? I hope not. It's not my fault. Mm. Here we go. When you got together, did you talk about other people that you'd had sex with or go into any detail? Yes, a bit. Although she is one to ask questions about that kind of thing. And I tell her, you probably don't want to know... The answer to the bit that you're asking about. Does she know those people? Some. She's actually worked. She sat me on a bench one time. Uh, that I mean, what that what that wasn't the real. This sounded. Story. This sounded. I don't know where that was going to go. Yeah, no, that was. Hang on. We happened to be sat on a bench, and two of her friends came and sat down on the side of us. And later on, she told me that she'd slept with everyone on that that bench at that time. Magic. Sucked. Um, so I've not. Uh, you know, I've not reciprocated that. But she did have that one out of the park home run. Thanks. Later on in the relationship, if it comes up, if it's asked, then yeah, yeah. I probably wouldn't ask some. I wouldn't ask a girl. I wouldn't say, describe to me your ex-partners. But I think girls have, are much more curious about it than boys are. I think boys can get a bit defensive and be like, oh, there was no no one else. Even though consciously, you know, there are. But I think girls, I I, I get asked much more than I would ever ask a girl about ex, ex-partners. And did you feel like when that question comes, is it always the truth? No. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's, it's a, it would be a version of the truth. It would be definitely, it would be a version of it, but I'd probably meet it, I would probably meet it out in a sort of, this is for your own sake. This is for your own mental health. You would err on the side of caution and reserve rather than the other way. Absolutely. It would be on the side of caution. You do have to be honest, but I, th- but I think it would be about, uh, about trickling out the honesty in a, in, a, in a steady, metered flow as opposed to opening the floodgates and having all of the honesty simultaneously. So you're saying now there's, there's too much to download in one go? I often think that the question that the, the, that when you're asked about your ex-partners, the reason for being that that someone asks you is not it's not what they think it is. I don't know. <laughs> sometimes you go, I don't know why you want to know this. There's no one's going to win in this this situation. There's no there's no right answer. I think you're going to be potentially hurt, even though it has this has nothing to do with you. There's also there's also a degree, but I, th- I think as I've got older, I've gone ah, fuck it. You just if you want to know everything, you, sh- you can know everything. That's and that's fine. And and giving giving someone the power, allowing them to to ask that question. As I've got older, we, and my partners have you know grown older as well, that they're, they're 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 like that's fine. And I'm like oh you're actually fine with this. They're like yeah well, I'm fine with this. I'm actually fine. I'm fine. I'm fine hearing this. Like. Are you? Oh, 
and so you just have to go, well, this is if this is what you actually want to hear, then. Because all of it's in the past. Like that's my thing is to go. You you didn't know that person before. Of course, you're boning other people. That's the whole. Yeah, hopefully the whole gist of like what you do. You get your shit on. Absolutely, get your shit on. <laughs> Depends how you're doing it. Uh, it was pretty much the first conversation we had. Um, for, first date, we said, "All right, let's get this out on the table. Tell us who you slept with and in what positions." And uh, she said, "Marry me." I mean, we had the conversation. She said, "Marry me." That's not true. That did not. Happen. I was so believed. I was so sucked in. I was like, "Man, this is exactly what I want to hear." No, that did not happen. <laughs> She's quite cavalier about it. Good. Yeah. And uh, I think when the other person's cavalier about it, it makes you feel a bit better about, I need to exaggerate more. I needed to add a few that didn't happen because otherwise you're on an unequal footing. Yeah, I I, I was going to say, who had the longer history? Who... When you go, all right, I'll tell you about mine. You tell me, like, yours is done in like five minutes and hers four hours later. She's yeah. still going. And she's a lot younger than me, so it's quite embarrassing. It's like, <laughs> I should have had sex with far more people than I have by now. but Too late. It's too late. It's over. It's done. <laughs> one. Only one now. And that's good for me. But here's the thing. At first, when I was a lot younger, going out with girls, I would find it really, it really got to me. I don't know why. I don't know. It's so, so irrational. The thought that they've slept with someone else, it just bugged me in some weird kind of... It's a possessive thing, really. And I got over that. But I don't want them to have had a threesome. So you have limitations. That's how you draw the line. It's about being adventurous. It's the, the notion of having been adventurous. So, you know, we've all done it with one person, you know, either with our own sex or another sex. Yeah. That's great. You know, you've got to experiment and know where your boundaries are. But if is it the notion of mm, she's just gone outside the box there and done something? Whereas apparently it's quite de rigueur now. People do it all the time. Yeah. Is it? Well, if you read all the magazines, if you read all the magazines, I mean, you the young the, young the young people watch a lot more porn these days. Do they? The, are the young? No, the I can, I can. Yes, the young people watch much more. Well, the, of the interwebs, the young people watch much more porn, and so uh, tend to think that that what we would consider a little bit like outre uh, is is more like that's what that's what we have to do like we define who the young people are because people won't know how old we are I'm 22 uh, <laughs> so no he's not no, I think you mean they're 42 are you now there's a gener- 42 yeah 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 but there's a generation I get I mean I, I talked I mean I work with a lot of people who are younger than me you have these conversations where, where they're, um, they're they're much more influenced by, or that the girls tend to think that the guys are much more influenced by porn, and the girls themselves are like, because of porn, I, I this is what guys are into. You need to let them do this, 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 and this. Things that, when I was young, we're like, I would never ask that. Oh my god, I would never that. No, no, no. But but the, but people these days, this is, these are genuine conversations that I've had with. Where it's generally girls who, who are like, this is what guys expect, or because young young boys and young girls are, are watching. So porn. when she says, "Oh, this is what a, a guys expect," would you go, "Oh, actually, no, not me," or "Oh, righto, good o, <laughs> good o." 
Good-o is like the most Australian thing. <laughs> Righto, mate. All right, mate. Good-o. You want me to put it where? Okay, good-o then. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, interesting. Very varied perspectives. Mm. Mm. I do think it's a generational thing as well. I, don't, I mean, maybe we're, as a generation, boning more people. I don't know. Maybe our parents boned a lot and we just, they're not telling us. There must be some science on that. If I did... If I wanted to do some more research. <laughs> no, I could have hit the Googs before this and found out some stats, but who cares about stats? We're not here for stats. We're just here for chats. Hey? Hey? Oh, what a tagline. Oh, stats. Chats, not stats, mate. Good-o. <laughs> yeah, look, it's interesting because we were quite open as a couple about people and it became almost like a comedy routine. Yeah. yeah. No disrespect to the people that we have been intimate with. No, not, not at in all. that sense. They weren't. So I'm sure they're all listening. <laughs> That would be weird. Yeah. But good. Please write in. No, I don't. No, thanks. I don't really need to. I mean, good. I hope you're all doing well. But I don't need to do that. Thank you. What about um, one thing I did notice people were sort of saying, they talked about who, you know, like almost like a list or numbers uh, of who they've been with. Mm. But you don't want to be getting into a relationship and then saying that Trevor... He really knew how to work the tongue. Or, <laughs> yeah, honey, you're great, but I just, Trevor. Again with Trevor. <laughs> well, he's just my go-to man now. Yeah, yeah. He's sort of creepy and none of us really know a real Trevor unless he's over 50. Yeah, yeah. And that's actually a creepy thing because now I'm thinking of Trevor in workman's clothes. This is not a fantasy, Being by Being one way. of your ex, your fantasies, <laughs> tell you what. Big heavy boots, a bit of stubble. No, look, but the idea to say, you don't want to go, I think going into specifics about the actions of an individual in the past, about maybe them being really good with something. <laughs> like, that's not something I need to hear about from from your past. No, I mean, that's, that's maybe a different show. Is it? <laughs> Well, just the idea that you can... I think it's fine to share information. But as you're going to hear... So we, we, we talked to uh, Dr. Lindsay Beer about this and she has some very interesting thoughts from a psychological perspective about why we sometimes feel the need to have this information. Hmm. Why we jump in and then go, we're in love and we sort of then go, but what about... Was it better before? Or tell me a little bit about Sharon. <laughs> Full disclosure... I have not slept with anyone called Sharon. For real? For reals. Have No, don't no. say <laughs> Shall we hear what the expert has to yeah, say? Yeah, let's hear what she's got to say. Salt and Pepper once had a song. Let's talk about sex. Can we play a little bit of that song? All right, then. Come on, yeah. Ben. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Amazing song, controversial at the time. It was I, naughty, it was rude. It was so naughty. I used to blush when it came on at school. But here's the thing, we don't talk about sex very much, especially when it comes into relationships. I love having this conversation with friends when they're in relationships saying, so do you talk about the other people that you've had sex with? And sometimes people say, 
oh, my God. Oh, my God. As if we would. And then other people are like, oh, yeah, we talk about it all the time. So we thought this would be a great big question for our resident psychologist, Dr. Lindsay Beerer. Lindsay, should we talk about who we have? I was going to say fucked, but that would be rude. (laughs) I just said it. Had adult relations. Yes. Well, it depends on a lot. And my question is why? So why do you want to talk about it? And that's not, you know, a challenging question necessarily, but more of an explorative, curious question about what is the intention behind that? Um, And what ripple effect will it create? So this also takes some wisdom about how our partner, our current partner might take this. Um, Some people definitely share those details like you mentioned right everything within their relationship and sharing details to some extent is really good we want to be open intimate vulnerable this has been a big topic of vulnerability within relationships um but sometimes because we tend to be insecure human beings at heart we can that that kind of stuff can stick in our mind or our partner's mind and cause some issues um so I think it's good to examine what the purpose of sharing it is so why you want to share it and then how that might be taken. Do you think if, say, your partner asks you about it and you feel that they might be coming from a place of, um, you know, being insecure about where the relationship is, how, what are some things that you could sort of say without having to go, all right, I had sex with, I was going to say Trevor again. I always come back to Trevor. I want to know who this Trevor guy is. He's from Grand Theft Auto. He's my favourite character. Um, no, you know, but to me, what do you do to either say, all right, I'll give you some information, but I think I'm worried that you might be hurt by this information, even though I feel like this is weird because it happened before you met. What are some of the ways we can talk about this without it being, you know, critical in our relationship? Yeah, well, I think, you know, we could have a couple of responses there. Sometimes we just want to show that we're completely open and can share. We might blurt out details openly. That can cause, you know, possibly hurt if we say too much. I really like how you just phrased it of, you know, I'm happy to share, but I'm also concerned. Like, do you really want to know some of the details or how much do you want to know? Um, A lot of times when people Mm. ask questions like, how many people have you had sex with? What they're really asking is, what is your past like and what type of person in this way are you before I met you? Trying to get more data points about who they're getting to know really well. Um, So I think that question behind the question is really important to understand and we can get at that if we ask more about why they want to know. It's a, that's interesting. The, the, uh, and I hadn't even thought about the numerical, the, you know, like the, what are you trying to say? Notches on the bedpost (laughs) sort of question. Stats a stat. Stats a stat. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) But it's different. Like with women, I, I feel like it's a different sort of thing to ask a guy that question. And this is not as, this is not me being, you know, sexist. It's more just to say, I feel like there's a judgment there when we talk with men, ask women that question. It's a different response mm. for each. Yeah. Of the and that's that big double standard issue of what sex is supposed to mean to each gender. And if somebody has had a lot of partners, what does that mean? Right. People put some big meanings to that that might not necessarily be true. And certainly it feels like guys get off if they go, oh, 20, oh, 20 sexual partners before you. And then if a girl says it, you know, she's a slut shamed. But if the guy said it's like, oh, bro, good for you for playing the field. Wow, you've, you've really nailed the uh, guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're good at those accents, Alicia. <laughs> Thanks, Maggie. Thanks a lot. <laughs> 
think my husband was being a little sarcastic, but I take the compliment, Lindsay. Thank you. But it is that thing of just going, well, I mean, I feel like we're judged in different ways and that's really hard. What about, um, I, like, honesty policy here? When Rich and I got together, it sort of became, and I don't, no disrespect to our previous sexual partners, if anyone's listening. Who are probably not listening. Um, but we sort of talked about our past partners almost jokingly, and that's not disrespectful to them, but we had some funny, like, I had some really unfortunate sex stories. So I think that was, I turned it into sort of humour um, but I'd never really thought about why we discuss them. Look, no. It's like us having a session. Yeah. With Dr. Well, I think it's it's important to you know really feel what it's doing to the the relationship, and if it's something that's lighthearted and helps you feel closer to your partner, then awesome. Sometimes there's communication around it to help each other understand each partner, and you know that's great too. And I think that we have to really pay attention to the reality here of that our partners have been with other partners, and that's actually something that we want. We don't. We wouldn't want somebody who's never had an intimate relationships emotionally and or physically, you know, whatever our values are before in their life, because, you know, we're thankful for their exes for shaping them in a way and helping them understand how <laughs> to be with somebody. So it's important. Yeah. I just, they're all training oh, yeah. for me. I yeah. Think. yeah. It helps us. It shapes us. And we need to remind ourselves of that too. If we ever feel that uprising of jealousy about hearing about somebody's ex or thinking about them with somebody else, instead of going with the train of thought and the meaning that that's a piece that I don't have, or that means something about them switching over very consciously to the train of thought of that's good. That's healthy. I'm glad that they were with somebody else. Jealousy thing's really interesting to me because I've never personally felt, I've met some of your ex-girlfriends and a few times, actually we went for a drink with someone and this was one of the, Rich is looking at me very puzzled. This is years ago. We went for a drink with someone and I'm like, I think Rich has had sex with this girl. <laughs> Do you remember this? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And it was the one moment that I thought, oh, we hadn't had the discussion about this. It had nothing to do. She was a lovely girl. They'd been they'd worked together overseas. We had a lovely dinner and a drink with her. And then later on, I'm like, have you slept with this girl before? And you said, oh, yeah. And it wasn't a deal, but it, I actually was, I remember having a discussion going, oh, I would have liked that review mm -hmm. beforehand. <laughs> so it was one of those things that I wasn't, I don't. I didn't have feelings of jealousy. I wasn't feeling weird, but I was also like, I just didn't want to be not in right. on a joke. Exactly, and it helps for us to be open, maybe in situations like that, to let our partner know what to expect. Um, and then, you know, it's, I think jealousy is a very, very normal emotion. So what combines to equal jealousy is fear and anger. So those two things really underlie jealousy. We're scared that something is going to be taken away from us that we value. And we're angry that we're being wronged in some way. So it's really helpful to understand what those emotions are behind jealousy without l judging ourselves for feeling jealous. And if we can get at that, then we can recalibrate and kind of respond differently to the situation. But I think jealousy is completely healthy. And all it really means is that you don't want to lose something that you value. What matters the most is how you react towards or after that jealousy feeling. I love that you always bring it back to being like checking in with yourself and being mindful and sort of saying, why am I feeling this way? What are my fears? Why am I, why is this making me feel insecure? I think that's such a valuable 
piece of advice that we yes, don't do often and, you know, you mentioned the word mindful. I'm really passionate about mindfulness exercises because what we're doing is we're training the brain to have more of a buffer zone in between the thing that happens and our immediate emotion and behavioral reaction to it. If we can sit with something and view it and self-reflect and just notice it without reacting to it, we can be better partners, better friends, better daughters, sons, just better in the world and healthier and happier as well. And you know, when we look at our partner, there's the other side of this too. If we find our partners being increasingly jealous, there's something, you know, we can communicate and try to help them understand, but that can also go into an unhealthy realm as well. So we can practice mindfulness with, okay, this situation just happened and this was their reaction. What does this mean without without putting into that negative pattern, that reactionary style, just simply taking a step back and wondering curiously about what that kind of reaction that our partner means. And whenever we're developing relationships, that can mean a lot of things, but it's something that we need to be aware of because that can also lead to some control issues, major security, even sometimes delusions that are only introducing some toxic things into our lives. Dr. Lindsay Vera, if our listeners want to talk to you further about mindfulness, how can they get into My website, www.drlindsaybira.com, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-B-I-R-A. And I actually have a lot of mindfulness audios that I've recorded on there. Some that are just observing emotions, some that are just noticing what happens in the environment. A really great mind exercise to kind of build up the frontal lobes of the brain and help us react to the world in a more healthy way. I'm all up for building building up my frontal. Oh world. yes, me too. <laughs> we all need to. <laughs> I'm going to download one. Can we download them and take them with us? On yes, our absolutely. They're for sale on the website. They're only eight dollars a piece for twenty minute sessions. I'm going to do that on the tube tomorrow. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Frontal lobes. Sold. You watch out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let me know how it goes. I will. I will. I love Dr. Lindsay Bira. She is so great. You want to put her in your pocket and take her with you for all social situations. <laughs> Just have a little reference point. Yeah, to go, why Why is he acting like such a fuckhead? And she'll go, well, well. that's because brainy things, <laughs> not just me reacting. Yeah, I mean, she makes some very good points. We don't want to deal with jealousy. No. And I think if people are very scoping into that sort of situation in a relationship, maybe you need to question why, potentially, without being too abrasive with mm. it all we have to wind the shindig up yep i got to go to work you got to go to work our people wherever you are you probably gotta to go to work maybe you're at work if you're at work congrats i like that people <laughs> can multitask and listen to our podcast at the same time we are very happy to have you here i hope you're enjoying the show if you are new to this show and uh, you'd like to know more about us if you want to google stalk us welcome do it <laughs> go for your life i google stalk everyone and I also, if you are getting married or you know anyone that's engaged, I host a, uh, another podcast that's been around for a long time called The Bride Chiller Podcast. So if you're looking for bullshit-free wedding planning advice or you're potentially getting engaged and you just want to know what it's all about, get on over. You can visit thebridechiller.com for more information. And if you've enjoyed this show, mm. leave us a review oh, please. on iTunes. It really helps us. There are algorithms. There are things that we don't understand. There yet are they boffins happen. in the back doing stuff. Guys in white coats deciding who gets more podcast exposure. And we've heard along the very 
secure grapevine that <laughs> reviews are the way it is. Reviews so, help. Yeah, and just give us five stars or write something. And also, if you have feedback on today's episode, this is very important. We love hearing your voice messages like Dean and Hannah. Yeah. Or Dean from Dean and Hannah left us a message. All you need to do is visit our website, significantotherpodcast.com. Please write to us about what you guys talk about. Do you yeah. guys talk about sex? Do you talk about sheets? Do you fight <laughs> over the Netflix fucking queue? Are there pillows on the bed? How many goddamn pillows oh, are on the, the goddamn bed? Yarn and his cushions. And we didn't even talk about his obsession with the Disney dads he wants to fuck. I feel like there needs to be a yarn episode coming up. Oh, yarn is... Oh, if I could put him on TV tomorrow, I'd do it. <laughs> you know, working in the job I work in, I, I find characters and I find interesting people. And he is... Yarnaman. Oh, perfection. Sometimes I call him Yarnacle. He doesn't like that. He's a little pocket rocket. Yep. He wears waistcoats. He drives a motorcycle. <laughs> he He's loves, from Belgium. loves Disney. And he loves Disney. He's obsessed. And he didn't even get in Australia, just finally. He went to Australia for work. He got pulled over by the cops. Pulled over, pulled over by the cops in Queensland and oh. for, for speeding. Yep. And they let him off because he had Disney t-shirt, hat and shoes on. So there's a tip for young punters. If you go to Australia, look adorable. <laughs> Be from Belgium and wear a lot of Disney shit and you don't get fined, even though he was going quite fast. He was I going think. very fast, but you can pretty much do anything you want. In Queensland. Um, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate your support. We're new to the, uh, we're not new to the world of podcasting, but this is a new podcast and it's really nice to hear your feedback and connect with you so do get in touch when you go to significantotherpodcast.com all you need to do is hit connect contact it's called (laughs) (laughs) you made the website yeah yeah mate it's all up yeah uh yeah see did you make the website yes i did that it's like did you put the rubbish out did you make that website yet yes hit contact and you will see a very cute little button that helps you simply record your message from whatever device you may be listening to this from. So simple, your dad could do it. Until next week's episode of the show, please get in touch. We love you very much, and we will talk to you then. Ciao, Bellas. Hooroo from the Guru. Like the show? Want to leave us a voicemail, iTunes review, or donation? Visit significantothershow.com to get in touch.